from Nuthouse Studios. Blacklot Moon Productions is proud to present Bluegrass Homefront, episode 11, for the week of November 9th, 2020. With me as always, I am Tiny Brian, that's who I am. With me as always is Victor. Well, hello, Tiny Brian. Hello, Victor. It's good to know that you know who you are. I have a sense of self. I, I appear to be sentient. I know who I am, and I know where I'm at. I'm at Nuthouse Studios. All right, Nuthouse Studios. It is nice to be here. So, and it's uh, this this week starting off super warm. We had a super nice weekend. Of, yeah, and it's uh, super warm out as we speak. As we speak, yes. Yeah, and and uh, It was super warm over the weekend, and the last few days has been kind of weird. Well, and that we have had a real barn burner in our national politics as well. Well, yeah, obviously. So, so Saturday morning, finally, I, I got to tell you, Victor, when we last spoke uh, for episode ten, I remember telling our audience that we should know who the president, who the president elect is, by this episode, by right now. Yeah. And there was a moment on Friday night when I was like, "Well, well, we." Not, I not may know. have to apologize. I may <laughs> have to issue a correction. I'm so sorry. But, but no. Saturday morning, yeah, they finally did call Pennsylvania and therefore the presidency for Joe Biden and yep. Kamala Harris. So yep. we congratulate the president and vice president elect. Yep. So um, Joe wins the thing and uh, Kamala, right? Not Kamala. Yes. It's Kamala. I know. It's just. Kamala oh, is, is a name that I can't help because of the old wrestling thing. But anyway, I make, Kamala. I mess it up myself. I yep. just try to remember. Kamala Harris, she broke several of the uh, glass ceilings. So let's let's just make note of that and cheer for that and uh, very happy for her. Absolutely. And uh, however, there was the predictions of a blue wave sweeping through the Senate has not yet happened. Uh, I think currently they are. The Democrats require two seats to actually get to a 50-50 tie, at which point Kamala Harris being the president of the Senate would flip it to their majority. Right. But, and there are still two Senate seats up for grabs. Yeah, tell me that little uh, dream scenario he was telling me earlier <laughs> so, there. Let, let's go down to the state of Georgia. The devil went down there. Let's go there, too. All right. Because uh, they, and most notably, well, the prologue to this is the fact that the last time I looked at the AP results, it was still a, a lot blue shade. Okay. Meaning that the Democrat, the, that Joe Biden was winning in the presidency. Yep. And there was also not one, but both Senate seats in Georgia were, were being contested this, this cycle. Right. However, in both seats, neither candidate actually got 50% of the vote. They got 40-some percent. Uh, they, they got a majority or they got a plurality, meaning they got more than anybody else. Right. But they didn't get a majority. They didn't hit 50%. And in the mm. state of Georgia, if there's an election and you don't hit 50%, well, we try that again. Try that again, huh? Wow. So in, in 60 days, there's going to be a runoff election for not one, but both of the Senate seats in Georgia. If the Democrats get them both. Yeah. They get the majority. Otherwise, Mitch McConnell will remain. Well, I don't know if you've ever played paid any attention to the Georgia Bulldogs, but they're a red team. They took a butt whipping yesterday, actually, in football. Interesting. They did. Florida whooped them. Well, that will be the only time we really get to mention football this week. Yep, we do normally talk about Kentucky sports, but uh, not this week. Nope. Kentucky uh, did not play. Neither did Louisville. So. Yeah, no 
I mean, yeah, maybe Moorhead did something or Eastern, but I, we... No, I don't know those, but, uh, you know... We'll get a sports uh, editor at some point. They'll know that stuff. We don't, uh, so... A bye week, and then coming up on our schedule is Vanderbilt, so we look forward to that. We'll see how yeah, we do. that sounds like it's going to be a fun game for us. I don't... Well, it should be, but, you know, let's just see if we can get... I mean, our, I'm not calling it an easy win. see if we can get like our offense. directional school or something. No, but, but let's see if we can get our offense going a little bit here. Hopefully. Usually, the bye week does our team pretty good, so... Yeah, yeah, there, there is that. So, so this week we are going to we're going to talk a little bit about about Nuthouse Studios specifically. We I don't know if you can hear the difference. We hope you can. Yeah. But it's been a journey this whole season. Between every episode, things have really kind of changed here as we've slowly been putting this studio together. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but and then uh, but the but first we have an artist interview. Yep. With uh, Melanie A. Davis. Do I have that right? That is correct. Yes. Mel- Melanie A. Davis. And she is from Bowling Green, right? No. Paducah? Murray. Murray. One of the West- She's from Western Kentucky. She went to Murray State. She went to she Murray State. She may still be there. I'm not sure, but I don't think so. No, I think she's out of school. Yeah, yeah. But that's where she went. Yes. And she's a, we're going to hear some. We heard her music last week. Right. And then we're going to hear more music from her this week, as is customary when we speak to an artist. And that's what we're going to actually kick off with. But before we get to her, music. What are we starting with musically? All right, we're starting out with Kentucky. I'm a Kentuckian. I'm from the South. But you won't hear hate coming from my mouth unless it's aimed at greed or maybe hate itself. I believe in a commonwealth. I'm from this place. That's how I was raised, I'm a Kentucky. The people in my life knew how to love. They'd see a man fall down and then they'd help him up. Sometimes they'd say harsh things, but it wasn't that they didn't care. And they'd sure get mad at the people that didn't want to treat folks fair. Yeah, I still hear ringing in my ear the words of those Southerners. I'm a Kentuckian. I'm from the South. But you won't hear hate coming from my mouth unless it's aimed at greed or maybe hate itself. I believe in a commonwealth I'm from this place and that's how I was raised I'm a Kentuckian poor black or brown and I still see looking over me the eyes of those southerners 
Yeah, I'm a Kentuckian. I'm from the South. But you won't hear hate coming from my mouth unless it's aimed at greed or maybe hate itself. I believe in a commonwealth. I'm from this place, and that's how I was raised. I'm a Kentuckian. Yes, I'm from this place, and that's how I was raised. I'm a Southerner. Child who 
back to Bluegrass Homefront. This is Victor with Tiny Brian. Hey. So in that first little rundown of music, we heard Don Rogers with I'm a Kentuckian, followed by Mama Said Stream Band, Honey Be Yourself, and Fate McAfee with Stars of Tumacari. Isn't that the third song we've had this season that had something about Honey Bee in it? It is. Yeah, I thought... We're developing a real theme You picked here. up on that, huh? I did. I was one of the reasons why I picked that song. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, just Honey Bee yourself. We like themes. Sure. So coming soon is our Bluegrass Homefront Bee t-shirt. <laughs> so yeah. We don't know why, but we like them. Well, you know, Honey Bee yourself. Exactly. So, yeah, some great so, music and... and so let's uh let's so move into next? so yeah recently we uh, we had a chance to have Melanie call in to us here at the studio she did she does live in Murray and and the plague world being what it is we we didn't really she she wasn't real comfortable or we wasn't real weren't real comfortable going down there so we just used the the electronic media at our means and we did a little virtual interview we did and She's uh, a very nice young lady and uh, we enjoyed her. Uh, talk about the underground indie scene in Kentucky. Yeah, and, uh, talks about a great coffee, uh, not a coffee shop, no, but I thought was a coffee would have been a coffee shop. No, but it was a record store. A record right? store, yes. So yeah. some some great talk there, and the, then some more great music, and then we'll be back here All on right. Bluegrass Homefront. We are joined at this time on Bluegrass Homefront by Murray native artist Melanie A. Davis. Melanie, thanks for joining us on Bluegrass Homefront. Thank you for having me. So uh, you are you when you came to us, you sent Victor some some pretty great music. We used a little earlier in the season. We we do thank you for that. And uh, you described yourself as an indie artist. Would is that fair to say? I would say so. Yeah. And one of the things that uh, one of the we we have a lot of questions here at Bluegrass Homefront. We're we're always trying to think about things. People tell us things about Kentucky. And one of the things you told us that we've been thinking about, I mean, we've not really said it on the air, but we've been talking about it behind the scenes all season, is that there is a, a bubbling indie scene here in Kentucky, indie music scene. Mm-hmm. wonder if you, uh, and that you had some information on that. And we're, we as, you know, middle-aged white guys who, you know, with live in, don't really have time to get out to the clubs, we're, but love music. So we're sort of interested. So help us, help, na- help us navigate this, Melanie. What, tell us about the, the indie scene here in Kentucky. Sure. Um, well, I am typically in Western Kentucky. Um, I know Western and Eastern Kentucky are kind of like two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as Murray, Kentucky goes, I think, we have a lot of things working for us. We have the university here, Murray State, that brings a lot of new people into the city, you know, about every year. And then uh, geographically, we're so close to pretty much everything. We're really close to Nashville, Clarksville, Bowling Green, you know, Louisville is just on the other side of the state. Um, so all of those things, worked really well with the people who live here. We have so many people, at least in Western Kentucky, who do the DIY scene, you know, do-it-yourself artists. uh, Just a MacBook and a dream, basically. Basically, yeah. They host a lot of house shows around here, or, I mean, they did pre-everything. Right, before Plague World. Yes, exactly. Um, But lots of house shows, open mics, um, and then really, I think, 
what does it for Murray is this little record shop called Terrapin Station. Have you guys ever heard of that? Terrapin, like what you'd call a turtle? Yeah. Okay. Oh, ter- no, we. I've not heard. Victor, have you no, heard of that? No, I've never heard of that. Tell, tell us about us- Terrapin yeah. Station. Yeah, so Terrapin Station was actually started in a home, a residential home, by uh, two deadheads. They had been following the Grateful Dead around for years, and then they settled down in Murray and started selling records and cassettes out of their home. And then they moved to... Wow, that is the most hippiest thing I've ever heard of. Come over to my house and buy (laughs) a record. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And so they just expanded that hippie project to an actual uh, storefront. And they host... I mean, back when we were in the swing of things, Terrapin Station was hosting probably three or four shows a week. Just completely different genres... You could have folk or screamo or rap. There were comedians that would come by. Oh, that's and, so they kind of had like an open mic, sort of. Yeah, kind of. Okay. But then they also uh, booked actual artists to come in and like have a whole show too, right? Right. Yeah. So they would. Um, the guy in charge of booking, his name is Tim Payton, and I actually call him the patron saint of Murray music because he just he does so much for the scene. Everyone is welcome, you know, as long as there's room in the calendar, you can play at Terrapin. And it's a warm, inviting atmosphere. People go to listen to the music. It's not like there are TVs in the background and people are actually there to drink beer. Like, you go yeah, for the music. it's not a music. bar. Right. You sit on the floor, you look up, and I think that's really special. I've done a lot of traveling around you know, this side of the Mississippi and mm-hmm. the places like that are just not easy to come by at all. We're very lucky to have Terrapin Station here. Sounds lovely. It, uh, yeah. Murray reminds me now that I've heard you talk about it a little bit. I spent I spent a year at Moorhead here on mm-hmm. this end of the county or this end of the state. And it seems like Moorhead and Murray may have like some some spiritual roots in common because there is a great yeah. traditional music scene that's going on there at Moorhead. They even have the traditional music center there. So mm-hmm. I find a lot of interest in correlation. And I, it's great to hear from somebody from Western Kentucky because, as you said, Western Kentucky and Eastern Kentucky are basically opposite sides of the planet. Yeah, they're very They're very different but still kind of united. And mm-hmm. right. so, so you grew up in Murray? I did not. I oh, actually... I'm sorry. I, I called you a Murray oh, native. Okay. My, I'm a bad journalist. Well, It's okay. I've been here so long, I feel like I could be called that. Um, I moved here in 2014 for college, um, but I actually grew up in southern Indiana, about two and a half hours away from Murray. Ah, Hoosier. We won't hold that against you. No. We welcome welcome people to to come be newly native of Kentucky. Whereabouts in southern Indiana? Uh, right near Evansville, it was about twenty minutes west. Okay, of Evansville. yeah, yeah. We uh, we we've been to Henderson a few times there across the. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, you came to to study there at Murray. What was your you uh, might, what what did you study at Murray? If, what, did you study music? Yes, I was a music business major with an emphasis on vocal performance. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, graduated from there, or uh, still working on mm-hmm. it. Oh. Yep, I graduated in May of 2018, and I've just stuck around ever since. 
seems like a fine place for a vocal musician to, to because you can you have easy access to Nashville and Louisville mm-hmm. and Louisville. I'm pronouncing it like an outsider. Now. Bowling Green and Bowling Green. Yeah, and Bowling Green too. Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty close yeah. to Memphis. Yep. Definitely Jackson too. I mean, it's kind of insane how close we are to everything. It doesn't feel like that should be possible, but somehow it is. We're very close. So uh, when you're performing, do you do you perform your own songs? Do you lo- do a lot of covers? How tell me tell me about your performance? What that's like? Yeah, it kind of depends on the venue, but typically I prefer to do originals. So um, if I can do an all original set, if it if the time allows and if it seems like the type of spot where the people will enjoy that type yeah, the of audience, thing, I'll do that. I guess the audience kind of has to be into it for that to really work. It's like no, right. play some Dave Matthews. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll stick with originals, but there have been plenty of sets where, like you know, restaurant gigs for three hours, where we do a whole bunch of covers spurst out through through the set. Yeah, you just occasionally get to go. Here's an original tune and play it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, how long have you been writing songs? Ooh, I've been writing songs for a very long time. Um, now, I think I started writing songs, like just acapella. I had a little tape recorder with a microphone attached when I was uh, little, and I would just do acapella songs. Just playing Mr. Uh, microphone. Yes, but I started playing piano when I was young, um, maybe seven or eight, and then I started writing songs on the piano. I didn't start playing guitar and performing you know, my own originals on the guitar while I'm singing. I didn't start doing that until 2016. So that's been pretty new. Oh, wow. So just the last few yeah. years then. Mm-hmm. I just kind of dove headfirst and locked myself in my room and would constantly be practicing guitar. And that's what I'm doing now. That seems to be the only way to really learn guitar is to just sort of become obsessed with the guitar. Like you can't just be like, I'm going to practice for an hour. You have to be like, I'm holding this for the next 14 hours. For sure. I carried it everywhere while I was in college. I'd be like squeezing my way through these packed hallways with my guitar case. It's like, this is necessary. I'll have five minutes in between class, so I need my guitar so I can practice. Yeah, I technically have three hours of college guitar on my college transcripts because I have like hundreds of thousands of hours of college credits for various things. But I do have three hours of guitar on there, and it was that was carrying around a big acoustic guitar when I'm already kind of a big acoustic dude. It's... uh. It, it got complicated, so I can sympathize with, with trying to pack it around for, for years at a college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Melanie A. Davis, uh, we do uh, singer-songwriter, now now living in Murray. We do really appreciate you spending some time with us talking about music here in Kentucky. Thanks for being on Bluegrass right. Homefront. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you. Nice to meet you. I'm sorry she said to rock from the garden. But my cheats getting red I'm sorry I couldn't find better words in my head So I fled Oh, I fled like a little bird Scared of her own sound Will I see you around? Will I see you around? Thank you.
has caused me nothing but heartache and pain. At least I'd like to paint it that way, cause that way I could justify being so bad. Making you cry over what we had, so I'll throw in a yell, but I never quite shake.
a little bit crazy, but I kind of like it that way.
Welcome back to Bluegrass Homefront. This is Victor again with Tiny Brian. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, hey. So in that last set of music, we heard Melanie A. Davis with Paradox, followed by the Cat Daddies with Shine, and finally, Brett Nolan with Leaving My Mountain Heart at Home. And, uh, all right, some great music all today. Right, and, I've uh, been, uh, <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Suddenly realized my phone was going over our mic cords and it was making kind of a crinkly noise, mm. so I had to move it. So. Buttons. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that. You actually give me enough pause to actually put it in there because you've been, <laughs> you've been sewing this one. I do like the word so when I'm ready to kind of head off in a new direction. It is one of my favorite like rhetorical gambits. Yep. So. So. We are here, and uh, I want to take a second because we'll post some pictures. I want to because I've got some kind of before and after pictures, and okay. I want to just kind of talk through because talk through the studio here. We are going to talk a little bit about our studio, and we hope at some point some of you will even come and see it. That's that's part of what we built it for. We hope yeah. you will come. A few finishing touches. We're not quite to where we want to be. We still got to put a hole in the table. It, we do. So we are currently surrounded with four black what they call sound blankets. And these have a bunch of holes across the top and loops, and two of them are attached to the walls. Mm -hmm. And then two of them have some freestanding stands. And it's created a nice little black box that we are in. It has. And uh, Malachi, mm -hmm. and our, our producer Malachi is outside the box now. He This is the first time he hasn't actually been at the table with us where we're working. Right. He we gives just, it. We just have some... The vocal cords in here with us. Yes, but but the the boy himself is in the other yeah he section of the out. room. Yeah, he he's kind of in the the other part of the room we've made here. Now it's funny this table here. Let's talk a little bit about because this table is kind of custom. We but we assembled this ourselves. I'm kind of proud of it. Really, mm -hmm. it's a countertop that I acquired at some point and decided that. It was nice, and I didn't want to throw it away. Well, we rented some commercial space for a different business a few years ago. Yep. And, uh, Maybe at some point we'll talk about it, but it, that did not go as well as we might have hoped. But one of the things we found when we rented the space was this countertop. Sure, yeah. And, and it was just too nice a thing to throw away, and so it's been standing in the side of your garage for almost a decade. About that. And then we needed the table to, you know, that we could do all of this work from and, you know, to kind of have a studio table. And this is a nice black piece of it's, countertop, and it worked real well. And, and it's pretty solid. We've got four mics here. Uh, they're all four identical. Uh, the only difference is the color of the cords. And they're all four nicely attached to the center of the table. Yep, and they're movable, so you can everybody can kind of sit in different positions, mm -hmm. however they're more comfortable. And we actually, to, to what we're actually sitting on, we went to the Seaworth Superstore. Not that they're not that they're an advertiser or anything, but uh, they did. We bought the legs, and we just basically attached the thing to some legs, and, and stood here up. we are. Yeah. So, and um, if you go back and if if you've been listening since episode one, we really hope you can tell the difference in the audio from where we were then to where we are now. Yeah, since we. Uh, Got it this far, I'm kind of excited about next time a musician plays in here. Yeah, we've had a couple musicians come try to play, and, and with, with various degrees, I really liked, uh, I, I like both, our, the, I think we've had two performances in here. Yes. And I really liked both of them, but I think they could have definitely sounded better, so. Sure, but 
we're working on that, and mm-hmm. they and they both sound as good anyway. Oh yeah. yeah, and you know when you've got quality musicians playing, it, it's that makes it a lot easier. So absolutely. So yeah, and uh, we we do hope to use this more not only to record our podcast that you're listening to here, but there's a lot of time when, you know, we aren't necessarily here, and there's this that we've really built this not just for us, but we've kind of built it for you too. If you're here in Kentucky, or if you're close by, and and you've got something that you've always felt like you needed to say. It doesn't have to be about Kentucky. It can be about whatever you, whatever, you, whatever you feel, whatever your, your, whatever you need to talk about. We, we are here to give voice to others too. Absolutely. Like that, that's part of our goal here is to not just to have a nice voice for ourselves. And we are going to be exploring some more things as we move into the new year. you know, we're going to be doing the second season of, of bluegrass Homefront. We're also going to be looking for some other stories to tell that are maybe a little larger than than just a segment of Bluegrass Homefront. There's, uh, there's we 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 do come from a high school and we're at, attended the school at the time when there was some pretty remarkable things happening in basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, the one time that our our little high school, which no longer exists, was actually good in basketball that 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 happened. Well, they were good, but the the time when they were the best. Yeah, the time that they when were. We like- were uh, in contention for state. state championships, yep. you had to go to the Sweet Sixteen. Right, that was when we were actually we were in junior high, but we were around. Well, you were a freshman by the end. Well, I was a freshman the, the last year of it, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I and I was in junior high because I was a year younger than you, and you know, still am, old man. Oh yeah, four whole months. Four whole months. Four whole months. Four whole months. Um, so there's that, and we hope to start talking to some people about that, and. uh and and our, my, I have an interesting tie to that story that we'll get into more as we we move into that. So that's interesting. And uh, but yes, we do hope to find some people who who have something to say and give them give you opportunities to say it. And we think you're some of those people are listening to us right now. So you know, if you want to reach us, you if it right you know eventually we'll we'll have a we'll have a thing specifically for the studio. But right now. If you want to talk, if you're excited, if I fired you up at the notion that you could come here and then record and record mm-hmm. and be able to create your own thing and, and start build, you know, put your own words out there. If I fired you up, well, then you can reach out to us right now. And there's a simple way to do that. All it's right. an email address. Okay. And the first part of it is feedback. And the second part is at bluegrasshomefront.com. So Dot that com. is feedback. At bluegrasshomefront.com. There you go. So, in fact, as we, we do start wrapping it up here, you know, we're, we aren't, we, uh, do we have any new top fans this That's, week? You see that I'm we're, we're, searching around. We are prepared. Oh, we're, there it is. He's found it. I found Let's my see. phone. I had put it off the table so it wouldn't buzz. And, uh, hey, look, all of a sudden I needed to look at my box. Hello, box. <laughs> I've missed you, my old, old friend. It's been, what, 20 minutes since I last looked at you? What has changed? Oh There's my been gosh. so much. Did somebody say something? Has someone perhaps liked something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we have any new top fans this time. Well, that's Unless okay. Unless you want to count loading with a circle going around and around. Loading, loading, loading. My internet connection is slowing. 
nope, don't appear to be. Well, it's still loading, but. Well, we oh do well. appreciate our fans, even if there's no particular new top fan we can point out. Well, we always appreciate all of our fans, so. I uh, started to see the phenomenon of people starting at episode one and working their way up. So to the binge listeners, if you've if you've if you're binging your way through season one and it's it's sometime after the week that this was recorded and, and you're you're just showing up, welcome. Welcome. We're glad to have you. We are thrilled to have you. Yes, thank, thank you so you. much. We notice when you're doing it and it makes us excited. And please let us know if you uh you know, I'm looking back looking for some feedback on the music. I mean, you know, if you you like yeah. you like somebody, let us know and and uh, you know go listen to them and and find these artists and uh, contribute to their their future success. Because you know, the one thing I've noticed is that they're all very friendly and they're all like very determined musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, all of them have a varying degree of success here and there. So. You know, and I I thought that we've uh, we've heard some interesting music this season. And and frankly, I think that what I what I discovered about the music this season is just how much there is, and and not you know it's you would when you think of maybe oh, a couple years ago, I would have I would have really thought it was confined to sort of you know some some bluegrass, a lot of bluegrass, a lot of bluegrass, a lot of country, and it is a lot of that. But and there is a lot of that, but there's so much more. There's so much more too. It's, and I have found so much to really just sort of enjoy. I mean, we've heard it all. We've heard some some blues and some rock and some metal and some. I mean, how many artists do you think we've had this season? Different individual, 50. about fifty. Mm. By the time the season's over, there'll yeah. be fifty different artists. About so. that, yeah. And yeah. we will get our playlist out. We've been we've been. We keep we, we, we keep kind of going back and forth on how to do it, and some art some of our artists aren't on Spotify, mm. so it's it we're we're working on this. We're going to get you a way to be able to look up all the music besides just going to the show notes. All the show notes do list who was in it, but we want to kind of centralize that information for you. Yeah, we point. definitely need to do that. So, so we are still looking for musicians for season two. Absolutely, we're also so. looking for stories for season two. Uh, you know, important stories that need to be told, like the cheese lady. Sure. You know, these are these, and uh, we hope to, so, you know, Dr. Malfurst out at Moorhead is going to be launching his satellite in 2021. He sure is. So. That's exciting. Yeah, I think, it, and so we're, we're excited for that, and we hope to be able to go back and talk to him some more about that and kind of, I want to be there. So the, the, the control room for their antenna, for their big antenna when they get on the Deep Space Network, I want to be there when they're running that. I want to watch them. I want to see like the mission control thing for Kentucky. I just think that's amazing. Yeah. So there's, there's, you know, we really felt like we've just scratched so, the surface so on what we like, want to talk about. Morehead, so. I have a problem instead of Houston. <laughs> Morehead, <laughs> we have a problem. Yeah. Not enough head, I guess. Morehead, sorry. <laughs> that's, that's slightly inappropriate. It was. Sorry All right. About that. So, uh, if, you're, if you'd like to tell us how inappropriate that is, you can send us some feedback. Well, we'll probably just have you cut that one out. Think we can get Malachi to cut that out? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. He's like, no way. Uh, that is just slightly inappropriate. I don't know if it mm. absolutely has to come out. Well. But we'll see. Yeah. But anyway, if you have feedback about that, or if, you've, if you have feedback for the show, you can reach us at feedback at bluegrasshomefront.com. You can also reach out to us on social media, mm-hmm. on Facebook and Instagram. You can just search for Bluegrass Homefront. On Twitter, Twitter. We, on the Twitter, I don't, your weird accent for that. I don't understand the origins of it, but who am I to question? You can reach us at uh, 
BGHF podcast because Bluegrass Homefront is apparently too long for Twitter. And uh, you know, I think it might come from one of the the pardon the interruption guys. Oh, that's interesting, Tony. I think he might be the one that says that. I've been thinking about it since you called me on that, and I'm like, I know I picked it up somewhere, but I've just never been able to figure it out. But I think that might be it. If and, I'm wrong, uh, then sorry. <laughs> and on the Twitter, you can also find Victor. He is at Vito X Me V I T O X Me mm-hmm. or Vitox Me Vitox Me, which is a better pronunciation, if you ask me. It's Vito X. And I'm Tiny Brian. Everywhere you, everywhere finer shop. Everywhere finer social medias are platformed, you can find me at Tiny Brian, which mm-hmm. is T Y N I B R I A N. Should put the other second Y in there too to go with the first one. But I don't. Know, oh, like tiny, like like just all the Ys. Yeah. Should I? I would have, if I did that. I would also have to change my name to B R Y A N, and we're, add that. We're not having that. No, and I just can't have three Ys in my nickname. That just seems like too much. Why? Exactly. <laughs> Bluegrass Homefront is produced by me, Tiny Bryan, with Victor Anderson, who is our music supervisor. Our Malachi Woodard is our associate producer and our editor. We offer special thanks, as always, to Catherine Leon Anderson and Michael Trent. And for more information on us, you can visit bluegrasshomefront.com. Until next time, this is Tiny Brian reminding you to beware of rabbits, they kill us. Remember, united we stand, divided we fall.